2: if you didn't get the opportunity to read Tim read Tim's piece at ESPN.com about his brother, Matt, I urge you to do so. Tim joins us now on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. And Tim, you detail your brother being diagnosed with ALS in the story. And we just want you to know here in St. Louis, we're thinking of you and we're praying for you. And, and we thank you for joining us this morning.
1: Well, thank you, Randy. This is a... Uh wretched insidious disease and we need to get the word out that help is needed for these people including my brother but He's doing exceptionally well under terrible circumstances, so thanks, thanks very much.
2: You got it, we, and we appreciate you joining us. All right, let's start, as you know, when you're on in St. Louis uh, with the Cardinals. They're a half game out in the National League Central. They've had a lot of injuries. They, they're going to get Flaherty back. What are your impressions of the Cardinals here as we sit on June 7th?
1: Well, if I were a Cardinal fan, I'd be thrilled where that team is right now. The best pitcher on the team had not pitched yet. Tyler O'Neill was great last year, hasn't done much, and he's going to eventually get hot. Nolan Arenado had a difficult month of May, um, and they're still right there. They obviously have an elite defensive team when everybody's healthy. Their pitching is better than I thought it would be, and it will get better when Flaherty returns, who knows, beginning of July, whenever that is. Um, and their bullpen's pretty good too. Um, I still wonder if they're going to score enough runs to be a World Series champion, but they're certainly better than I thought they were. And i I thought they could make the playoffs at the beginning of the year. Now I think they're they might have a chance to win the division, which is saying something when the Brewers have the pitching that the Brewers
2: have. Tim, they have Paul Goldschmidt. Of course they're going to score runs every night.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was absurd what he did in the month of May. Um, he and Stan Musial and Rogers Hornsby are the only Cardinals ever did 400 with 10 homers in a month. And you know, those are two of the greatest, six greatest hitters of all time. And every time I saw him swing the bat in May, he hit it hard somewhere. And, you know, he hit in 25 straight games. I've lost track of the on-base streak. Last I looked, it was 42. I mean, that's pretty darned impressive what he's doing. You can make a case he's the MVP of the National League so far, maybe him or Manny Machado. But just shows you when that guy is locked in, and, man, is he locked in. Um, there are many better players in the game than Paul Goldschmidt.
0: Speaking of making a case, Kim, uh, excuse me, Tim, you said that the best pitcher on the Cardinals hasn't even pitched yet. And I would argue that the best pitcher on the Cardinals has been leading the way. And that's Adam Wainwright, who I think has been the best pitcher on the Cardinals for the past couple of years now. He continues to elevate this team. He defies his age. He defies the odds. And as he and Yachty inch closer to that all-time battery record a lot of spotlight has been put on the two of them I think that most people agree Yadier Molina is a hall of famer but what do you think Adam Wainwright would need to add to his resume for him to be considered a hall of famer as well
1: yeah he's he's been a great pitcher for a long long time and it's remarkable how good he is in his 40s um I think he needs a couple more really good years to make it to the Hall of Fame. But <laughs> if you don't make it to the Hall of Fame and you're one of the best Cardinal pitchers ever, you're the, maybe the greatest number 50 of all time, and you're pitching this effectively this late into your career, um, that's an amazing accomplishment. And he's he should be a reminder to all of our pitchers, especially our young pitchers. If you know what you're doing, you don't have to throw 100. If you know what you're doing, you don't have to strike out 10 guys every game. You can strike out none and still pitch really well for seven innings. That's what Adam Wainwright should be teaching everyone is the understanding of the art of pitching is still the most important thing, even more so than great, great stuff. And he still has good stuff, and that curveball still is elite.
0: Tim, what do you think the hole is in his Hall of Fame resume? Is it the absence of that Cy Young award?
1: Well, we've had guys win a Cy Young. I mean, go to the Hall of Fame without a Cy Young. But, you know, if you're going to be around 200 wins, you're going to have to get a Cy Young. You're going to have to have a slightly lower ERA. Look, I'm not going to build a case against Adam (laughs) Wainwright. He's way too good to do that. I'm just saying there are a lot of really good pitchers with similar numbers, Oral Hershiser, David Cohn, Kurt Schilling, who are not in the Hall of Fame with similar numbers to Adam Wainwright. You have to have something that absolutely stands out. He's got a bunch of things that stand out. But, yes, uh, uh, a Cy Young would help, and lowering his ERA and a few more wins would help, but he's running out of time.
2: ESPN's Tim Kirkton with us on 101 ESPN. And, Tim, Joe Girardi gets fired last week. When you look at the group of players that he had to manage, did he really have a chance?
1: I don't think so. Could they have done better? Of course. Do they probably need to hear a new voice there? Yes, I think they do. But when you have a bad defensive team, you simply cannot win. I mean, you look at the championship-caliber teams over the years – every one of them, or none of them, was a bad defensive team. And that's what the Phillies have been, especially in the outfield. And you also can't win with an erratic bullpen, which they've had now for three years, if not longer. So certainly it's suggesting they could have played better under Joe Girardi, and they didn't, but I'm saying Earl Weaver, Whitey Herzog, pick anyone and put them in the middle of a team that can't catch it very well, and doesn't get the final outs of a game very well, it's really hard to win that way, especially in a division with the defending world champs and the New York Mets, who have have been the best team or second-best team in the National League pretty much all year.
0: Tim, it was good news, bad news for the Angels last night. Good news was that Mike Trout had a single, and he broke his career-worst 0-for-26 drought. Yikes. But the bad news is, is that they lost their 12th game in a row. What's going on with the Angels?
1: Well, until last night, they had pitched really poorly during this stretch. Their their ERA was over seven. Their bullpen ERA was around eight, and that's not going to win you very many games. They also three weeks ago were the highest scoring team in the American League, and that's gone away too. With Anthony Rendon getting hurt, Taylor Ward getting hurt. And now, of course, Mike Trout is in a you know, a historic slump for him. 0-26, he's never done that before. So everything just kind of fell apart at the same time. It was encouraging last night for them that Noah Synegard pitched very well. But um, no team that ever lost 12 games in a row has gone to the playoffs. And with six playoff teams, the Angels still have a chance. But uh, they are in a terrible cycle right now.
2: Hey, Tim, you mentioned that the Mets have the best record in the league. The defending world champions are managed by Brian Snitker. Uh, Dusty Baker is having success in Houston. It seems like the old guys are having success. Should we draw anything from the fact that these veteran managers who are, they've accepted analytics, but they aren't guided totally by analytics. Should we take anything out of their success?
1: Well, I think you're asking the wrong guy. I'm 65 years old. So, yes, I think experience, especially in the art of managing, is critical. And I think uh, analytics are very important today. I love some of the numbers we have. But when we go too far in that direction and we stop watching the games, which I believe we have to some degree, and we stop relying on – the instincts and the eyes and ears of our best coaches, managers, players, instructors, I think we're making a mistake. And I don't think it's a a coincidence that Dusty Baker is back and has revived the Astros. And, you know, Buck Showalter is back. He's 65 years old also. And he has changed the tenor and the tone on that team. And they're playing exceptionally well. I, I think we need to recognize that you know veteran hands experienced coaches managers they really play a big role today whether people want to believe that or not
0: Tim the Cardinals saw the Cubs for the first time this season over the weekend they had a five-game set up at Wrigley and the Cardinals have consistent success and the Cubs are in the midst of a yet another rebuild what do you think about this approach do you think that the Cubs rebuild is going to work out for them
2: Well, I
1: saw two of those games. I saw the the Friday night game, and I did the Saturday game on the radio. So I got a good look at the Cubs. The Cubs have some interesting young players. Christopher Morrell, their center fielder, second baseman, shortstop, third baseman, wherever you want to play him, is an interesting kid, and he's only 22 years old. But it's going to take some time for the Cubs to rebuild this team. Offensively, they're not particularly good. They're not a particularly good defensive team. They have some interesting young pitching. Caleb Killian came up the other night. That was impressive. Well, it's good that they got him to the big leagues, but Cubs have a ways to go here, and they're going to have to invest a little bit more money in making this team better if they're going to stay long-term with the Brewers and the Cardinals, who I don't think are going away anytime soon.
2: Uh, One more thing, Tim, and I've been asking people this question over the course of the last couple of weeks. In 2017... Paul Goldschmidt was third in the National League MVP voting. Nolan Arenado was fourth. If somebody would have told you in 2017 that Goldschmidt and Arenado would be playing for the same franchise, how far down the list do you think you would have put the Cardinals? With the the big money teams, Yankees, Dodgers, uh, Orioles, or not Orioles, Yankees, Dodgers, Mets, uh, Cubs. At that point, you you had Rizzo and and Bryant still, but they were going to be free agents. How far down the list do you think the Cardinals would have been if you you would have said, "Okay, these two guys are going to play the corner for one franchise?
1: Well, I would have put any team down the list that they would get both of those guys. But the Cardinals certainly down the list. I mean, anytime you see someone like Arenado, uh, you think, well, he's going to go to a big market team. And at the time, the Yankees were looking for a third baseman. And the Mets have been looking for a third baseman in recent years also. So I think it's a tribute to the, to the Cardinals. They, they were very creative and found a way to get both of those guys. Now, of course, they have to surround them with even more talent and see where it goes from here. But to repeat, I, I like where the Cardinals are now. I, Nolan Gorman's a good young player, and he's not just a big, strong guy who swings as hard as he can and tries to hit a home run every at bat like so many others. That guy, despite all the strikeouts and all the swing and miss, he has a good approach. He'll keep those hands back against a left-handed pitcher and hit a hard ground ball up the middle once in a while. I like what I see with the Cardinals. I think they're going in the right direction at a pretty good rate of speed.
2: Tim Kirchhen, it's always good to hear your voice. And again, we we repeat, we uh, urge people to read your piece about your brother Matt at ESPN.com. And again, tell him that uh, St. Louis is thinking of him. All right. Thank you, Randy. Thank you, Michelle. See you. We'll see you soon. Thanks. Take care. That is the great Tim Kirchhen on 101 ESPN.